This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. And you're listening to That's the Ticket. Uh, today marks episode 132, and I'm actually joined by two rather new guests uh, to talk about a new brain. Michael and Jack from the Wintech Bachelor of Music and Performing Arts course are here to give me the inside scoop on the next production, A New Brain, which is uh, opening. In a couple of hours, right, Tim? Yeah, absolutely. That's right. Yeah, opening night it is. <laughs> I know. I'm feeling very privileged uh, that you guys are joining me, you know, a couple mm-hmm. hours before kickoff, but, you know. <laughs> it's got a bolt halfway downtown <laughs> to yeah. get to our show. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's okay. If, if it um, starts late tonight, guys, you know why. But, no, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks for joining uh, me on the show. I feel like this has been a long time coming. Uh, actually, when Jack entered the studio... I was like, have you done this before? I feel like, uh, you know, I've been destined to have you on the show. Because I feel like you've come up on the show. Or it's just, I've interviewed people from shows and you've been involved in the show. So Mm -hmm. I feel like this day was coming. And Michael, I feel like I'm glad this day has come when it has. Because I think last time I saw you, I think it was at Hamilton Arts Festival, yeah. we were having a yarn, and then you were telling me about some of your upcoming projects, and I'm mm. like, you should come on my podcast. And now, <laughs> and now you're on the show. Yeah, absolutely. It's all come full circle. I love that. Mm. But um, anyway, we should get on to a new brain, seeing as, you know, time really is ticking on this one. <laughs> um, no, okay, so a new brain. It's a musical, but I guess I kind of want to ask you guys for the generic, like, what is it? Where is it? When is it? Um, how is it feeling today? You know, just that mm. sort of information about the show. Oh, let's hear it, Jack. Oh, um, yeah, so, carry the team, Jack. No, I'm kidding. So it's really hard to talk about the show without kind of giving spoilers. It's best to go in blind. So it's about a composer named Gordon Schwinn, who currently writes for a kids' show, but feels really creatively blocked and challenged like he's not getting to write what he really wants okay and he is suddenly faced with a big health emergency that really puts a lot of thoughts in his, into his mind like he's faced with the possibility of all of his what he believes is his greatest song still trapped inside him and going to waste and never getting to see the light of day so he's faced with a lot of reality and the show is a lot lighter than the subject material would have you believe it's more about appreciating life and seeing the beauty of life rather than the bleakness of the situation there are definitely serious moments but it's more light-hearted than one would think okay that was good jack i mean i don't know why i feel the urge to critique your description of the show that you're involved in and a show that i know nothing about <laughs> which actually i enjoy because it's it's not often that a musical especially comes my way that i haven't heard that much about it i think i've listened to the soundtrack like once 
And then uh, when I saw, you know, the announcement that you guys were doing it, I made the decision to stay away instead of go super researchy. And it helps that I've got you two on my show to kind of tell me everything I need to know. It's not very well known. Oh, mm. some some songs are known, but it's mostly known because um, the people who did this one also mm. did falsettos. Oh, yeah. see, I didn't even know that. That's a that's a fun fact. Yeah. And a couple of cast members are quite well known, but not too many. Yeah, from the revival, not so much the no. Oh, a few from the nineties. There was one. Christian Chenoweth in the nineties. Oh yeah, you're right. Really? Hmm. Okay. Yeah, because I think I'm familiar with the revival with um, best mate Jonathan Groff, mm-hmm. as I feel like a lot of people are, because he's very kind of well known. But did not know about Christian Chenoweth. So mm. yeah, it was the 1990s, and then it got revived in. 2015? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, him and Christian Borrell and all them. Oh, the classics. Yeah. yeah. What a combo. Um, okay, so we touched on this at the top of the show, but you're actually opening tonight at uh, 7.30? Yep, that's yeah. right. So yep. in a few hours. Y- yeah. So <laughs> if you're listening right now and you're not driving, um, you can go to themeteor.co.nz and book a ticket, or you can rock out. But we're all about booking in advance um, on that's the ticket. Absolutely, from the 4th to the 6th of April. Yeah, think, so yeah. if you can't get along tonight, you've got two more days. I'm yeah. actually going tomorrow. Mm. I'm going on the 5th. Oh, nice. Awesome. Quite uh, looking forward to it. Because, again, as I've already touched on, show I don't know anything about, which is good. And last time I actually came to see a Wintech show that I didn't know anything about. I had a good time. Uh, I'm, the name is escaping me. Hard body? Yes. Hands on a hard body? You guys body? were both in it. Yeah. yeah. And you were both quite good, actually. Mm. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. I mean, I can't really say you are bad. Otherwise, <laughs> you guys might walk out and then I'll have like an hour of no, radio to do by myself. <laughs> I'm leaving. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So is this... What year of um, Wintech are you guys both in? Well, no, third third year, right? Third, third and final year. Third years. In my mind, you guys were second years. They grow up so fast, <laughs> team, I swear. Okay, so this is the third year production, so it's the rest of your year in this yep. show. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay, and so every year for the course, you guys just you just casually do like a full-blown musical? Um, it's mostly in second and third year. For the first year, it's more of like testing the waters with showcase stuff mm. and with a cabaret at the end of the year. Okay. Mm-hmm. So... This, you're in your third and final year. Mm-hmm. Okay, no pressure, guys. <laughs> no pressure at all. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of a wild ride we've been on from, like, first year to now because with all the things that, uh, the world-changing events that have happened since yes. then. It's been a wild ride. Mm, it definitely. really has. Oh, well, I mean, it, I'm glad that you guys are at this point. I'm glad you're at opening night. Like, how's... I'm just thinking, it's April now, so how long have you been rehearsing this one? You, you must not have had that much time. I think we started rehearsing right at the end of February, so we've had basically a month to rehearse the entire <laughs> yeah. show. Nice. It, it was like mid-February when we found out what it was. We okay. Got, yeah, there we, we, looked, we looked up with the slime tutorials and that. <laughs> yeah. And just, okay, yeah, absolutely. And we kind of came, we came in ready. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, hey, you guys made it to opening night, so it must be going okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It's going amazingly. And um, who are you each playing in the show? Um, I am playing the role of Mr. Bungie, um, the, the kid show host that um, Gordon writes for. Okay. And um, it's our director, Kyle Chu, and he had a, a different take on the character compared to the originals, which I'm sure everyone will enjoy. Okay, yeah. I, I'm already enjoying myself. Okay. Well, no, as soon as you said, I'm like, okay, if this is... I don't know, it, it's interesting. My mind immediately went to someone who's, like, super animated and super intense. I don't know if I'm on the right track with that, but I can see you doing that quite well. Yeah, yeah. 
bias. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jack, and you are portraying? I am portraying uh, Lionel the Homeless Man. Okay. Um, and very similarly to Michael's character, uh, my character has been played in a very different direction because in the original shows, he was a woman. Okay. But obviously now he is a man. So it's been a very different experience trying to translate a female role and a very powerful mm. female role at that into a male style and a male voice so mm. Mm. okay and so you're literally changing the script in a sense mm. no no not really everything is still the same it's just a man instead of a woman the vocals are a bit different like obviously i sing lower than a female voice, so... Really? No one can tell. No one can tell. <laughs> I thought you sounded very high-pitched, Jack. So, very different octaves, but still all the same material. I mean, I quite like a bit of kind of gender fluidity in theatre. Because, mm. you know, when people are like, it has to be this, it has to be this, and I'm like, does it? It's Yeah, I, I do agree with that. There's definitely things you can gender bend and mm. possibly, in the, um, depending on the situation or what the script you... You can gender bend, or you could possibly race bend, this, that, etc. Yeah. Mm. Nice. And um, I, I guess, so we've already touched on the fact that the rest of your year is in the show, but like, how many of you are there in the cast? 11 or 12. Yeah. Okay. I've lost count. There's a, because there was a, a, a number of us back in first year, and a few of them dropped off mm. for different reasons. And we've gained a new student this year um, that has... So really skewed the numbers in my brain. <laughs> I had a number set, now it's lost. It's it's okay. No one's fact checking, guys. Please don't <laughs> fact check. Okay, um, but to you know all your fellow castmates, if you're listening in the dressing room, uh, break a leg. <laughs> <laughs> break all the legs. Break yeah. the legs. Uh, this is an expression. If you're unsure of what we're talking about, Google it. If you're not driving, gotta stress that if you're not driving. Yeah, I for- I forget that this is a drive show, and then um, <laughs> I start talking, and I'm like, oh, hold on. Okay. And so the show's running at the Meteor. This is where you guys do a lot of your learning. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's right. And the upstairs the part of the Meteor. So we're pretty much there 24-7. Um, is it nice going downstairs? It is, in the black yeah, box. Much. Mm. How, Very how, different space. How long were you guys... Did you guys have a full tech week? Like, how long were you in the black box, like, in the space? Uh, about two days. About okay. Literally two days, yeah. No pressure. No. <laughs> no. Um, but Kyle did stress us that when we started this um things were going to be a bit quicker than previous years because he's prepping us for professional theater well i was going to say it seems like it's quite an intensive sort of course because Mm. you know we were talking about how long your rehearsal period was and jack you're like we've been doing it for like a month two months (laughs) and i feel like that is very similar to like air quotes the real deal because i assume you guys are rehearsing and you're like class time during yeah. the day yeah. and stuff yes, we so are. you're like full time working on this production yeah. which is if it oh sorry <laughs> no no continue um, if it was a normal rehe- um, rehearsal schedule like other the, the theatre companies here where it's like Monday, Wednesday, Thursday something like that mm. this show would I, I, don't, I don't think it would <laughs> be quite ready yet yeah no yeah. no <laughs> no but I think that's the thing you know we're also used to doing the community level theater where it's an extracurricular so it's after work hour work hours after university hours uh, yeah. you know that sort of stuff whereas this guy this 
for you guys is essentially it's the job mm. it's your main hustle right now it's your main focus with your uh, degrees and stuff mm. okay and um, so you said that Kyle was directing mm-hmm. who's your MD who's your choreo who, who, we, who do you th- well the MD <laughs> there is no um, choreographer because it's okay. not too much dancing but of course it's Dr. Nick Bray himself on the MD the man the myth the legend yeah, yeah. A uh, friend of the show, Nick Bray, actually. Um, I Often for uh, bold theatre shows, I always have uh, Dr. Nick Bray and Ray Powell on. Because mm. usually it's in times like this where the show's about to open or it's very close, and so they're like, we'll come down because the actors aren't free. Mm. But you guys are, you know, I guess you're free. You're here, <laughs> so that's well, fine. Right. Free on Free FM. Yeah, <laughs> free on Free FM 89.0. Um, I think it's about time I'd play a song from the show and I don't know I'll ask you after the this break which song is actually your favourite from the show because mm-hmm. I'd be keen to know but I'm limiting limiting it to one today because I don't want to be too spoilery mm-hmm. and I went for one that's probably one of the most popular yeah. any guesses no idea I didn't know that there was a popular one well I just feel like I'd what? heard it before which what? is why I picked it is it yes no <laughs> is it sailing? Yes. Ah, I'd rather okay. be sailing. Yeah. It's a nice song. There's a song called Yes? There is. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, um, this is uh, the Jonathan Groff version as mm-hmm. well, because, you know, don't get that many opportunities to uh, <laughs> flick some Jonathan on the mm. show. But uh, here's I'd Rather Be Sailing from A New Brain, the 2015 uh, New York cast recording. I'd rather be sailing, yes I would On an open sea I'd stand at the railing if I could Feeling wild and free The sun is on my neck, the wind is in my face, the water's incredibly blue, and I'd rather be sailing, yes I'd wanna go sail and then come home to you. Sex is good, but I'd rather be sailing. Food is nice, but I'd rather be sailing. People are swell, but I'd rather be sailing over the Sailing, 
Yes, I'd wanna go sail and then come home to you. I'd rather be sailing. Yes, I'd wanna go sail and then come home to. That was I'd Rather Be Sailing from A New Brain, which is opening in, you know, under two hours tonight <laughs> at the Meteor Theatre, 7.30pm kickoff. The season is running until the 6th? Yes. Yeah, 4th yes. to the 6th, yes. 4th to the 6th, so Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday this week. Tickets are available now at themeteor.co.nz. You can always try your luck for door sales too, but we're all about booking in advance on That's the Ticket. Mm-hmm. Um, question. Jack and Michael... Would you rather be sailing right now? <laughs> I don't think I would. That sounds nice, to be honest. The, the, the summer sun, the, the water. It'd be less stressful. Yeah. Uh, you say that. You seem quite calm for two people who are about to be going on stage. We hide it well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's, it's me, like, doing customer service. I hide it very well. <laughs> the calm before the storm. Mm. The calm before the storm. Um, have either of you been sailing? Just, just a question uh, for the fans. I've... Oh, once I was very, very young. Okay. Um, it was like my granddad on my dad's side. Um, we called him Gargan. Um, yeah, it, it was it was nice. I can't remember it, but I remember we went fishing. It was a nice experience. Okay, yeah. it's not every day I get to talk about fishing on that on an arts podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's nice. But uh, we've just been. If you're just joining us, uh, we've just been talking about a new brain, which mm-hmm. is opening very soon, as we've touched on. And I, you know, you've got a good team. On the show, you've got uh, Kyle, you've got Nick Bray, obviously you've got your classmates, mm. 11 mm. or so of you, Give number to be determined. <laughs> Give or take. Yeah. And I guess I, I want to ask you more about your rehearsal kind of process. So do you audition for roles so that you get that audition practice or are the roles kind of suggested to you? Sometimes. For Hands on a Hard Body we did, but for this one we got the roles given to us, assigned to us based on, like, I guess, what we can do but also what would challenge us, what roles Mm. would give us a challenge. Are you finding the roles that you've been given a challenge? I guess, Jack, I'm assuming you are, because there's been the whole journey with your role, how it was originally Mm. kind of designed for someone not necessarily like you. It's been a challenge, but it's also been really freeing because Mm. this character is not... Like, this show's not very well known, and I had the same experience with Hardbody. These two shows have been creatively really enjoyable for me because rather than the inevitability of thinking about how others have played the role when you do your character i've kind of just taken it upon myself to do it as if it had never been done before i i think that's awesome and i agree that it probably is freeing and michael you touched on earlier about how you guys did some research listened to soundtrack checked out some slime tutorials um yeah do you find yourself basing what you're doing off what other people have done 
Um, so when going into it, I remember having the first sing through of like my song, um, when Christian Borrell, Christian Borrell did it, who's like one of my favorite Broadway actors mm. ever. Um, so yeah, he was, and the guy who played it before him in the original, like yeah, very operatic, very kitscher host. So I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going in with that. Um, but doing my take on it and as I sing the first few lines, Carl was like, that, that's all good. That's good. But I want to take it in this direction. I was like, oh, <laughs> no, years at the Academy wasted <laughs> no I feel like if anyone's up to stepping up to the challenges you're, yeah you're quite a versatile performer I would like to say I've seen yeah. you in in an array, a range of different roles mm. I, sorry you were gonna go. oh no no yeah sorry no, no. um yeah so the, the way he wants me to play it it's very yeah as you said you, you, you've um seen me in versatile roles and um, mm. comedic uh, I have a certain style of performing and he wanted to like use that yeah You've got some strengths, might as well get them out there. Yeah, of course. I would say. And uh, I guess that's a good this is a good opportunity to kind of segue into your guys' creative histories. Because mm. you've been around the block. <laughs> Just a little bit. Yeah, maybe a couple of times. Um, and I don't know, I guess I'll start with Michael, because mm. I, I feel like I know what you did most recently, because mm. I saw you um, <laughs> in The Taming of the Shrew at the Hamilton uh, Arts Festival. Yeah, absolutely. Um so yeah, that was an enjoyable experience. It was fun to um, play around with that character and yeah, have my own take on it. Um, before that, it was uh, was me and this guy did Grease and Hand on a Hard Body, um, that bloody woman, and just yeah. Um, last year, I had the privilege of helping other people put on these great shows and that, and yeah, and now we're looking forward to this and then the other Wintech projects that are coming up. Okay, so you've kept busy in a short amount of time. Yeah. <laughs> it's a recurring theme on that's the ticket, especially with you WinTech students. <laughs> and Jack, I guess, where do we start with you? Since birth? Uh, well, <laughs> not really. I'm, um, you'd think I'd have started earlier given my family's history with theatre, but I was quite a latecomer. Really? I, I didn't start until late 2016 slash early 2017 with Seussical Junior. Yeah, but I mean, Ripley. you're still a kid, you know? Kind of. Teenager. Teenager. Whereas, like, my sister Libby Turner, um, she got started, like, years before me. Mm. I just never quite caught the theatre bug until much later. But then once I caught it, ooh, I was off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It hasn't stopped since. No. I think I've done, in the last seven, eight years, I've done about over a dozen musicals and shows. Um, most recently, like Michael said, um, Grease, Hands on a Hard Body, um, Mamma Mia over at Riverley, and yep. Heather's over at the Meteor. That was the last time we worked together. That actually. was, that really was. And I'm like, that was last year, and I'm like, it was two years ago. <laughs> oh my goodness. I know. That's insane. Time flies when it you're really having fun. It really does. I'm glad you've been having fun. Um, <laughs> and I mean... This is, I wonder if you've uh, in that break um, we were talking about like surprise questions and Jack was like I've listened oh, to that's the ticket so I can know uh -oh. what to expect but I'm going to do a surprise one um, plays or musicals what are you going to pick um, easily musicals yeah I've, I knew Jack was going to go musicals but Michael um, I'm, I'm interested I obviously prefer musicals more I find but I trying to listen to uh, to watch more plays because they're a lot easier to do mm. 
but musicals are more rewarding, so I'll just go with musicals. Okay. Would expect nothing less from uh, two people who are about to take the stage in a musical. <laughs> <laughs> and um, actually, my, my other question that I uh, alluded to before that song break where we played I'd Rather Be Sailing uh, from A New Brain, mm. I said I was going to ask you guys what your, if, you got, if you had a favourite song from the show. Do you? Um, yes, we do. Well... Yeah, we might as well cheat and name our own songs. Okay. Um, so, I'll allow it. Yeah. One of my songs is um, Don't Give In. And mm-hmm. it's... I like it. I like the, the storytelling that the song has in it. And it's one of the, the few genuine moments of um, that my character has, because he's very jokey. And mm. But this is like a, a nice moment for him and for the characters in the song. So I was like, yeah, yeah, I like this. Do you have one that isn't your own song, Michael? Um... Oh, that's that's a really good question. Um, probably. Uh, it's still one that you can feature in, like if you're doing BVs or whatever. It still counts. Probably, Rich, uh, Rich is going to catch some hell. Okay. Yeah, that it's a, it's a really good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. really catchy. I was like, oh damn, this is good. It's been stuck oh. in my head for the past week. Great. So I'm going to rock up to the show tomorrow night and then have some killer earworms afterwards. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. I'm okay with that. Um, Jack, favorite songs. Um, I also have two, depending on whether or not I'm counting my own songs or not. Because mm. I have a few songs that I've do, but. The one that I do that I like the most is Lousy Day in the Universe, which I do with Roger, played by Eckhard Becker. Friend of the show. I've had, not had him on a couple of times, actually. <laughs> Three times last year. You, someone's keeping count. <laughs> Whoa. Um, well, I bet I'm going to have him back on as well, because he's, oh, yeah, he's yeah, doing likely. a show in Morrinsville. Mm. Eckhard, if you're listening, mate, it's going to happen. Sorry, Jack. Continue, <laughs> though. Um, Lousy Day in the Universe is a really cool song for me creatively because i i haven't worked that much on a lot of serious stuff it's something i've always wanted to get into and this song kind of is quite much more of a serious song than a comedic fun song and i've really enjoyed the process of working on it with eckhart and really bringing out the emotions of it can't okay. say too much because they would give spoilers away. <laughs> I'm gonna play it now. I'm getting <laughs> no. no. <laughs> oh, is it actually a super spoilery song? It kind of is. It does like yeah. tell a lot of what's kind of gone on in the past hour or so. Yeah, because we were trying to when we explained the show, we were trying to hide what exactly mm. Gordon's going through, and that definitely yeah. reveals yeah. a lot. It would definitely reveal a lot. I'm still relatively clueless. No, I'm getting okay. Ooh. Okay, I- any other um, songs you want to drop? Um, if I had to pick one that. I don't majorly feature in, although I do have a little bit in it. Uh, Gordo's Law mm-hmm. is like this seventies era TV show theme song. Sounds a lot like Two and a Half Men, even though this show came first. Yeah, but it sounds a lot similar, and it's just such a vibe and a funky time to do that song. Anyone who will come to the show will see we're just completely hamming it up and having a good time. Okay, that seems up my street. As a Christmas ham, I can relate. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for the pity laugh for that gag. Uh, But, you know, on the topic of good vibes, I do have a confession to make. Uh Uh, (laughs) Why are you guys worried? That's another surprise question. No, it's not a surprise question. It's actually, I guess, a surprise for you guys, potentially. But uh, today is actually my birthday. Oh, really? (laughs) No, no, I'm pretty low-key about it. And, uh, you know, 
it's not every day that you do a radio show on your birthday. And so I wanted to have some good vibes, birthday vibes. And I wanted to link it in with one of my one and only segments on That's the Ticket. Rick's mm-hmm. Pick. I don't know if you guys uh-huh. are familiar. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. Picks. Uh, knew I'd have a couple of uh, Rick's Pick fan club members on mm. the show. But uh, for those of you listening and you're like, what is Rick's Pick? Basically... I have an Uncle Rick. He's a really great uncle, really great listener of music and radio. He's uh, That's the Ticket's number one fan. And um, when he heard that I was starting the show here on Free FM, he was like, okay, I'll write you a list, and every week you can play a song off the list, and we'll call it Rick's Pick. And uh, every week we have. And because today is my birthday, Uncle Rick, I'm doing a repeat, and normally I don't repeat songs I've played, Mm. like, I try and keep track Uncle Rick keeps track I've done a couple of accidental replays and he's called me out and I'm like fair enough Uncle Rick it's your segment (laughs) but uh, because it's my birthday I've picked one of my favourite songs from the two lists that I've had so far and uh, Uncle Rick it's not a Fleetwood Mac song it's actually a Pat Benatar track I just love 80s music Mm. 80s is the vibe you know and people are like if you're going to go to another era what would would it be and uh, like part of me would say the 80s but then I'm like oh maybe the 80s wasn't a super great time for like women or Or, like people of colour or different kind of gender identities Um, or sexual orientations but the music was great (laughs) yeah Hannah at least the music was good (laughs) there's a lot of um Decades mean you can't go back to, unfortunately. No, it's not. Yeah, but the music is good, and Pat Benatar has the mean vibes. Mm. So, um, in honor of my birthday, and I guess Missy's birthday, Kilda Missy, um, <laughs> I'm going to play uh, Love is a Battlefield by Pat Benatar. Nice. Thanks, Uncle Rick. You make him a birthday, mate.
happy birthday to me. <laughs> no, every day is a good day when Pat Benatar is involved. And uh, if you've just joined us, you're listening to Free FM 89.0 Independent Community Media. On the day of my birth, Hannah Mooney hosted That's the Ticket, and that was Rick's pick, and I played Pat Benatar because I love her and 80s music. But um, that's enough about me. I've got Jack and Michael from uh, Wintex upcoming on... Upcoming, upcoming in an hour or so. <laughs> an hour, uh, yeah. yeah, upcoming production, uh, A New Brain, which is opening tonight at the Meteor Theatre. Mm. And... Um, you know, we've been talking about a new brain. We've talked about your guys' kind of creative histories, and now I want to ask the question: What's next? Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. We're done with theatre after this point. Absolutely. Really? Of, well, no, of course. Not. The amount of times I've had people, people probably your classmates on the show, being like, "Yeah, I'm going to take a break," and then I have them back on the show like two <laughs> weeks later, and they're like, "I'm doing another thing." It's the theatre bug. It just yeah. just gets you. I know. And, you know, you guys, you're young and full of hope and energy and mm. are still like, yep, I can do six shows back to back mm. in five months. No worries. That's <laughs> all good. Adulthood hasn't crushed us yet. No, I feel wrong when I take a break. I took a break last year and I regretted it so much. Mm. Did you actually take a break? I saw you in like two things last year. I three did. Three things. I saw you in three shows last year, Jack. I took a break for like the better part of like the middle of last year and I wish I had gone for that bloody woman. I yeah. regretted it immediately after I saw it, so I vowed not to take another big break again. Sometimes it's quite nice sitting in the audience though. Mm. Maybe for people like me who don't go on stage. <laughs> but I don't know, I love seeing shows. But yeah, I, I feel like I know what you mean though because you see a good show and you're like, oh, I mm. wish I was involved in that because it looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, that was me with Heather's. I was like low-key low-key could have gone for it hey you know give it like 10 years and it'll be back someone yeah, else will yeah. be doing it yeah you'll probably still be young enough to be in it <laughs> i'll be retired no <laughs> just need to put on a bit of makeup and i'll be good <laughs> yeah you'll be good to go um okay but uh upcoming creative projects who wants to go first um, yeah i'll go first i love all the gossip on that certificate <laughs> so don't feel like you have to keep any secrets it's just me Ooh. you and maybe a few listeners okay so while i'm not busy doing wintech stuff i've been given the green light to talk about this um so i am currently writing and producing my own show it is a um small uh, it is a small hour and a half play called Horries in space okay um i immediately want to ask you about the name <laughs> And I feel like you're the best person as the creator of the show to kind of give me some insight on that. Okay, so the name was... It, it was the title of, like, this art piece I had planned. Another space-themed one, but um, that didn't work out. So I was like, okay, I don't have a, a title for this piece, so I'll just call it that. I tend to have, like, if I am, like... I haven't put on... This is, like, my first show that I'm ever putting on. But like the, I have like thousands and thousands of drafts of like story ideas, and usually I try to give them a non-English name, whether it be mm. Māori, Pacific, or something else. And yeah, Horizon Space. So I probably should give the synopsis of it. Yes, if if you'd like to, I think that might help clear some stuff up. <laughs> Absolutely. So um, it's it's set in the year three thousand twenty-three. Great um, year. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, it's set in the Moana Galaxy. Um, a guy named um Cody Rhodes, Cody like the tree. Um, right. he 
he works at a old school video game store and he studies rocket science at uni. Nice. And it and it's winning combo. <laughs> absolutely. And it tells the story of him having a long distance Tinder date with a guy who's from another planet. Okay. Yeah. And so the story kind of delves into young love, uh, finding your destiny and taking that bold leap of faith. Okay, it feels like you're taking a bold leap of faith by taking on uh, this project, you know? Yeah, originally it was... It sounds like a lot of work. I'm glad you're doing it, though, because I'm definitely intrigued. Yeah, originally it was part of our um, Wintech CST assessment from that we did in second year. CST? uh, Creative Special Topic, not Clarence Street Theatre. Sweet, good to know. (laughs) Yeah, um, where we just put on kind of anything of our own creation, whether it be a dance recital play or a musical Mm. and that's what i put on last year it has gotten a massive upgrade and a completely different tonal shift it was very dramatic and serious okay because i was thinking i I wanted to show people that i'm more than a comedic actor Mm. but then looking at what i have now i'm like no i'm glad i took it in this direction other than the one before okay Mm. and You've said you're working on the show right now, mm-hmm. outside of Wintech. Um, can I ask when it's likely to be um, open to the public? It is set to well, set to land at the Meteor Theatre <laughs> in June, just in time for Matsuriki. Oh, nice. Nice. Um, actual dates, TBC. Uh, okay. we, we have a lot of good people behind um, behind the show. It's being produced by Tahi Taitasi. Oh, lovely. Yeah, so, yep, Auntie Ayono has been looking, been watching over me, and Bini Marama is the director. Great. And, of course, um, our own classmate, Mr. Jack Wilden, as assistant director. Oh, nice. Oh, great. It seems like you've got a solid team there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, we might have to catch up again closer to June, Michael. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Okay, love a bit of inside scoop. Mm. And uh, Jack. Yes. Anything on the books? Well, obviously there's all the Wintech stuff that we'll have to do for the rest of this year. Yeah, what, what have you got left? Uh, we'll have a, a play. We'll have a play for just the third years. We'll have our end of year musical with the second and third years. So mm. that will be all the public Wintech stuff. And then we'll have another couple of assessments here and there where some people might do some public stuff with that. Mm. I'm planning to do a public thing, but don't know much on that yet. Okay. But outside of Wintech, I'm hoping to do a couple of shows this year that I know are coming. Mm. Um, the f- most upcoming one being Hairspray. Hamilton um, Musical nice. Theatre, friend of the show. That's yeah. Nice. Yes, Hamilton. I can claim that a whole um, like company slash community theatre organisation is a friend of that's the dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so hopefully, currently, as this is airing, um, we are waiting on the call, you know, the <laughs> scary waiting process of whether or not we you get in. So, Well, I would say being on That's the Ticket and then going to perform in a musical is a great dis- distraction from Absolutely. that. Absolutely. I'm distracting myself as much as I can waiting for the call. Okay. Awesome. And um, I hope you get in. I hope I'm not jinxing it, actually. Fingers Forget right I said Where's that, the guys. Wood? Where's the yeah, wood? Yeah, yeah. We're in a studio. There isn't that much wood There's to some over there, but wood. I can't reach it. There's wood here. Don't worry, in the next break, we're going to go um, I'm going to hit all the wood. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, busy year ahead for the both of you, it seems. Very, 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 yes. But okay. it's, like I said, it's our last ride, and we want to make it as best as we can. And then we go into the real theatre world. Go hit it hard. The real theatre world. I mean, you guys have dabbled in there already <laughs> a bit, though. A little bit. And, I'm, I mean, I guess 
putting you on the spot potentially, mm-hmm. but um, what do you guys love about theatre, or what have you learnt in your time on the Wintech Performing Arts course? I don't love it. I had no other options. <laughs> no, no. That's a, that's a good answer, though. Um, well, yeah, we've we've always been performing kids. Mm. Um, my origin was like the school productions and that at Crawshaw School, and then continued on from Fraser. And it was a very small theatre scene there, but we we made the best out of what we had. And yeah, always wanted to, to perform in the spotlight, whatever it was, whether it was me doing vines back in the day. <laughs> Throwback. Or, yeah, no, vines, yeah. Facebook videos, me, yeah, <laughs> just a lot of that stuff, slam poetry for me. Mm. And always loved, I, um, definitely more as a writer, I'm, I'm that's definitely my strong suits, writing, acting, singing, and everything else comes after that. Okay. Mm. So quite a few strong suits. Yeah, different somewhat. different wardrobe for every day of the week. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> different hat. Yeah, yeah, no, I'd love that, Jack. Um, remind me of the question again. I oh blanked. no, it's just like you know, what have you learned? What do you love? What do I love? Um, before coming to WinTech, the thing I loved most about theatre that really got me caught on the bug was the community. Yeah. Of it and like the family aspect of it, the passion that everyone had, and how amazing it was to be a part of such a fun and passionate community doing what we all love and singing songs that we all love and making really good art together and then coming to WinTech I love what I love most was like actually starting to really think about like the craft and the intricacies of it of being an actor being a performer having all the thoughts and really portraying characters with realism as well as whatever the style called for it gained a lot of understanding through that course that's made me appreciate doing the art a, a heck of a lot more. Oh, that's awesome. And, um, you know, I've really enjoyed having a chat with you guys today. Mm. And uh, before I let you go, I actually want to play a song that Michael brought to the show. Mm-hmm. And I believe it helped inspire your show, right? It is. Um, can I be the one to reveal it? Yeah, for sure, mate. <laughs> um, it is called Ju- Jupiter by Your Favourite Martian. Your Favourite Martian was back in the, the golden age of YouTube. Some of their songs might not have aged well, but this is definitely one of their better ones. Mm. Um, the 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 lead of the band, Ray William Johnson, yeah, another Golden Age YouTuber, and this is a song, yeah, about a, a scientist um, who had a long distant relationship from someone with another planet, and I thought that's a that's a beautiful story. Yeah, so. and it helped inform your show. Yeah, so absolutely. I'll whack this on and then let you guys run over to the meteor um, so yeah. you can get on stage in time. Uh, <laughs> apologies to your stage manager. But uh, thanks so much ah, for joining me. And I uh, wish you guys fun. the best for the season. Absolutely. Thank, Thank you, you very much. There's nothing left to say. I'm not with you. You lie so far away from the truth. Jupiter, you're Thank you.
Jupiter, uh, from your favourite Martian. Uh, big thanks again to Michael for bringing that show to the song and uh, to Jack for joining me today. They've just nipped off to uh, go do their opening night, so you're stuck with me for the last like little bit of That's the Ticket. But uh, luckily I've got some rather cool things to talk about, which is uh, upcoming events uh, in Hamilton, Kirikiriroa. In uh, no particular order, here are some of the things that are coming up around the place. Please do not uh, think of this as the definitive guide, because if I was going to list everything that's happening in Hamilton, that would be the whole episode gone. But uh, a new brain is running at the Meteor tonight, April 4th, and until the 6th of April. All the shows are at 7.30pm, and tickets are $15 each. They can be found at the door or at themeteor.co.nz and I highly recommend booking an advance team. And actually, on the topic of The Meteor, I'd just like to do a little PSA on volunteering. The team are always looking uh, for volunteer ushers to help out on shows and so if you're keen to get involved, you can apply on The Meteor website or email grace at themeteor.co.nz. 
over at Clarence Street Theatre. Uh, Pippin is running until the 5th of April. Shows are at 7pm and tickets are available now at clarencestreettheatre.co.nz uh, for $23 general admission. And then at Riverley, uh, Jack was talking about how he had just had uh, auditions for Hamilton Musical Theatre's upcoming production of Hairspray. But I want to talk about another HMT show that's uh, opening in May. Young Frankenstein has just had their tickets go on sale and uh, the show is running at Riverley Theatre from the 13th to the 27th of May. You can find full details and tickets at um, iTicket or the HMT website. Might as well um, give them a stalk on Facebook too because they do lots of cool things. And uh, now that we've reached the end of today's episode of That's the Ticket, I've got to do a uh, special shout-out uh seeing as today's my birthday and I'm lucky enough to share it with my twin sister Missy it wouldn't be right to not you know give her a solid plug and uh play a cheeky song for her uh today I'm going to close the show with June by Florence and the Machine Missy this one is for you there's uh no one I'd rather hold on to and may we continue to hold on to each other for another 27 years Matiwa etifano I'll catch you next week The show was ending and I had started to crack Woke up in Chicago and the sky turned black And you're so high, you're so high, you have to be an angel And I'm so high, I'm so high, I can see an angel I hear your heart beating in your chest The world slows till there's nothing left Skyscrapers look on like great unblinking giants And those heavy days in June When love became an act of defiance Yeah.
episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.